0: The following program is an exclusive sports presentation of Newstalk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5 News Gazette Media Stations. says, let's go, Frazier, dribbles, backs away with three, gonna have to shoot it with two, a long, long three. Oh, oh. he got it, he got it. And that's gonna end the half, and to
1: the roar. Fighting Illini game day is on the air. The countdown to tip off is underway with the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Your first look, an in-depth preview of today's contest. Here on News Talk 1400, and Light Rock 97.5. The flagship home for fighting Illini basketball.
0: Behind the back dribble, black, bank shot, go! <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> and they oh, say the big guys can dribble,
2: right?
3: <laughs>
0: How did he do that? Jordan on the right wing, right corner, Finky puts it on the deck, drives in, oh! and slams
3: it in!
0: Finky slams it in! There's the K battle drive! <laughs> exactly!
1: Now, from courtside at the State Farm Center on the campus of the University of Illinois, here's your host, Scott Beatty.
4: And good afternoon, everybody, and welcome into the State Farm Center. Scott Beatty and Lauren Tate with you in Fighting Illini game day this afternoon, the final non-conference matchup of the year for Illinois. They're taking on Grand Canyon University, the Jerry Colangelo game, Illinois legend Jerry Colangelo now in the Illini Hall of Fame has been intimately, intimately involved with Grand Canyon University in helping this program become a Division I program and he is here today as well as the Illini look to tune up before they go to Big Ten play again Wednesday night in Minnesota. How you doing everybody? I'm Scott Bainey alongside Lauren Tate. Lauren, uh, last couple days here, 2017, how
3: you doing? Well, I think we're ready for 2018. 2017 hadn't been great. As, <laughs> as, a, as, a, as a year, It was. it will not be remembered with many victories for Illinois.
4: Well, they are, though, coming off Illinois with that key win over Missouri. and That's a big one. Probably the biggest emotional high, at least since Illinois beat Michigan State last year, if not for the whole calendar year. And Trent Frazier named freshman of the week after a 22-point performance. He's really stepping up big time.
3: Yeah, he's moved. He's probably, he's still not starting, but uh, we we never know. Uh, I don't think that Underwood really cares about the starting lineup. He's, he's going to play his... As they go along, we see him playing a lot more minutes, and it's interesting how some players, as we as we evolve into the season, how some players get more prominent and others less so, and that's what's happened here. Uh, we've got uh, we've got some guys that uh, haven't haven't been seeing much action after they start. I mean, that's certainly true of of Allstork, who's uh, who's been a starter and hasn't been doing much, but he's been playing good defense, and uh, I, I don't I don't know uh, I don't know whether uh, coach it this way or not but this is the way he does this is the way he does business
4: Trent Frazier started out the you're not shooting so well he's been lights out lately and he talked about how his confidence has developed
3: um I was I was really frustrated you know um a bunch of games I'll just put my head down after I couldn't make a shot and I let it get to me but um the coaching staff did an unbelievable job and also my teammates too um they just kept just told me to keep shooting the ball just keep shooting the ball I'm one of the best shooters in, in the big 10 conference even the country and They just told me to keep shooting the ball, and I found it down in late games, and uh, now I'm shooting the ball very well.
4: It's starting to become Trent Frazier is a guy they'll put the ball ball into his hands when it's late in the game. We talked earlier. Who's the go-to guy right now? Do you think it's him now?
3: Yeah, sure. Because why? Because he's the only guy on the team that can get a shot out there. Smith can't. I don't see Smith shooting jumpers from twenty feet. He he'll shoot an open three. But I'm, here's a guy that can dribble and pull up and shoot the jumper. And that's, that's what guards are. That The great guards can do that. That's not the case with uh, Lucas. It's not the case with several other players. He's the one guy that you can hand him the ball at midcourt and say, go down there and juke your guy and get a shot. He can do it.
4: I still believe Mark Smith can become that guy
3: eventually. He doesn't have that shot. He doesn't have that jump shot. He doesn't take three dribbles and jump up and shoot over anybody. He doesn't do that. He drives. He's got different. Assets, but the, the one asset that sets apart most great guards is the fact that they can take that ball and, and dribble in such a way as to get themselves open for a jump shot.
4: Illinois taking on Grand Canyon University today. Grand Canyon is 10-4 and 4 out of the Western Athletic Conference, and the Illini 9-5. So the Illini looking to get double-digit wins here before non-conference play is over. And, of course, the Illini no wins in the two Big Ten games they've already played. For Grand Canyon, they have uh, lost some games against San Diego, against St. John's, Boise State in overtime, and their most recent loss was against Louisville. Two common opponents against Illinois. They've beaten both North Carolina Central 64-59 and Longwood 86-59. So those are, I guess, if you want to look for some reference points about how these two teams may match up. uh, Should be a victory, I think, for Illinois today, but I wouldn't be surprised if Grand Canyon makes it a little
3: competitive. Oh, I think they definitely make it competitive. This is an entirely different game than the Missouri game. Missouri had strength inside per year, and and, uh, and, uh, Jeremiah Tillman, can hurt you inside this is a team of guards that we're playing here illinois took advantage of the weakness in missouri guards these guards aren't weak these are veteran guards they they've, they've come you know they they're all seniors i mean th- these are guys one of them has been here five years or been in basketball five years they started at oregon but uh, so w- what we're getting here is an, entire, an entirely different thing where you, you i don't think you can rattle them the way we rattled Missouri's guards in that first half and creating 16 turnovers in the first half.
4: Yeah, and you're talking there about Casey Benson, the transfer from Oregon who's averaging 10.5 points a game and 5.3 assists as well. Doug Altenberger will have the call alongside Brian Barnhart. We'll chat with him in just a moment. We're courtside at the State Farm Center, Illinois, and Grand Canyon. Tip-off coming up at 3 p.m. This is the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. See the folks at Rudy Wealth Management for all of your retirement planning and investment needs. Rudy Wealth Management, Central Illinois' retirement specialist. Fighting Illini game day rolls on in just a moment
1: it's fighting Illini game day the Rudy Wealth Management pre-game show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5 now with more here's Scott Beatty
4: State Farm Center Illinois getting ready for Grand Canyon University tip-off at three o'clock Alongside Lauren Tate, Doug Altenberger is here as well. He'll have the call today with Brian Barnhart.
2: Doug, good to see you. It's good to be down here. It's a balmy five degrees versus (laughs) one up in Chicago. So I went south to get some warm weather.
4: (laughs) That's right. You could just put on the shorts (laughs) as well. Uh, The Grand Canyon Antelopes are coached by Thunder Dan Marley you guys crossed over a bit in the NBA, didn't
2: you? Yeah, we, I interviewed him, and uh, we, we were reminiscing, uh, comparing notes how to how to stop Michael Jordan, and he said that was pretty <laughs> tough to do. But, yeah, he, we were talking about the championship with him at Barkley, and they lost him with Game 6, and talk, reminisced a little bit about that. But he was a great athlete and really ran the floor, and he could jump. I mean, he could take it taking the floor, but he became a great defensive player. We were talking a little bit about his you know, fundamentals and what he looks at the game, so it was, it was fun to reminisce.
4: A lot of those guys that are guards end up becoming good coaches, they see the floor a little bit better. I, well, I don't want to say it that way, but I say they tend to have good vision of the floor, and that translates probably to coaching.
2: Well, a lot of times when you're a guard, you've got to you know tell the big guys where to go and <laughs> what to do. You know, they're... Uh,
4: so There's you can say that. Yeah, <laughs> I could say that.
2: But yeah, I mean, uh, a lot of times the coaches expect a lot out of you when you're a guard. I mean, we had Bruce Douglas, who was an amazing point guard, and uh, you know those those guys have got to be uh, the eyes and ears for sometimes the coaches.
3: What did you hear about uh, Grand Canyon? What What did he tell you? What, what 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 do they emphasize?
2: Well, you know, all the coaches tell about what they're not good at. <laughs> so he talked about you know they've had a lot of problems with turnovers, uh, and uh, they're. Uh, you know, they've got a lot of new faces just like Illinois does. So Dan's really been trying to work hard to to try to fit The system to some of the newer guys some of the their, their young bigs uh, are, are, are improving they're getting better like our young guys. Uh, they've got a, a deep backcourt with uh, Braun and Benson and he said uh, th- those guys have, are learning to uh, But they're, they're getting better he thinks uh, one of their problems has been turnovers this year, and that's been one thing that Illinois has been able to excel on. So he's real concerned about turnovers. But if they can handle that, get the ball inside, spread Illinois out a little bit, get some spacing, uh, he feels offensively you know, they, they can maybe, you know, with their guard play, they can uh, take advantage of that. Have
3: 20, 26 threes a game, they're shooting. That's a lot.
2: Yeah, yeah, and, uh, you know, but that's, you know, one of the things he talked about is they don't have a great inside depth right now. They can go to the ball, you know, they don't have a great post player. Vernon can post up, but other than that, the, the, the young guys just aren't, aren't strong enough. So, you know, they've sort of lived and died by that three-pointer.
4: Did you get, a, uh, did you get to watch the Missouri game?
2: Oh, that was that was great. It was crazy. People are getting uh, married, engaged, and uh, it was it was, it was uh, quite an emotional. My dad and I sat down. We were in Pure and we listened and watched, and uh, it, it was like the good old days.
4: Yeah, LaRon Black getting engaged right after the victory—a special moment. Uh, you ever see anybody do that in a court?
2: Uh, none of the guys on my team were going to do that. I can tell you that. But, uh, <laughs> but good for him. That's awesome. I mean, he. Uh, It was uh, pretty wild. But, yeah, it was a great atmosphere, and you could just feel it uh, that, uh, you know, uh, uh, that uh, Missouri fans are fired up, and and we've got a new coach as well, and uh, the mojo was back.
4: Brad Underwood said that was probably the best first half they'd played all year, that first 20 minutes, and they outscored Mizzou by 20.
2: Yeah, I I really thought uh, uh, Finky and Black, their interior defense. I, I know Missouri was trying to get the ball inside, but those guys, that was... Defensively, it's as well as we've played in the in the post, and, uh, and I, I just thought, uh, you know, typically the guards have done a great job of not allowing, reversing the basketball, and things of that nature. But they came out and they were ready to play. I mean, it was, uh, that first half was as good as I've seen defensively in a long time. Should
4: there be any concern that this would be a trap game for Illinois, given the win against Mizzou, and then you got Big Ten play on Wednesday?
2: Well, I, I will tell you this, as a player, when you're down here and there's no students, there's nobody here, uh, you know, you're, you're living in a, in a hotel room. It's cold uh, You know, it's sort of the dog days and uh, I'm not gonna say it's a trap game But uh, you know this is when you're senior your older guys we have got to tell the younger guys hey listen We got to come out and we got to be ready to play. It doesn't have to be the greatest game But uh, you got to be ready to play. But yeah, it's it's as a player. This is sort of a, a weird time
3: Well, I know Underwood said that this is one of the top three or four teams that, that Illinois has played this year in his view I mean, he thinks that this is a talented team.
2: Well, I'll tell you what Coach Henson would do. As soon as the first play, first first basket was was made, he'd call timeout and he'd say, "Now, Doug, I told you this was the greatest team in the country right now, and you're not ready to play." So, he, I might, Brad might call a timeout right away and say, yeah. "Hey guys, I told you so." But they're athletic. You know, they're guard oriented. They remind me a little bit of like uh, Illinois, and uh, they're they're you know this is a big game for them. They're going to come in and if they can get one on their, a little notch on their belt uh you know they're they're a team that's improving as well so it'll be a good matchup
3: we just got done playing uh, in new mexico state a couple weeks ago and that was the henson game because he was at both schools now we got the colangelo game
2: <laughs> i know it's pretty cool to see that common bond there and uh, jerry's done a great job grand canyon I, i've been there actually uh a, a few years ago it's a cool little campus and they're, they're really all in on their basketball program and, and jerry is He's got the Midas touch. so Everything he touches yeah, turns right. to gold.
3: How do they get the students so engaged? That's what I want to know. It's it's a new program, I guess.
2: Well, they have they have they, you know up to fifteen thousand or sixteen thousand students. It's really growing. It's a cool little atmosphere just north of Phoenix in the suburbs there, and the the arena is a really cool arena. It's brand new and you have to go there and the students just you know eat it up.
4: Yeah. Hey, Doug. Good to see you. Glad you're here. And- We'll look forward to your broadcast.
2: Uh, go Illini. All
4: Thank right, guys. thanks much. Doug Altenberger will be on the call here in just a few minutes with Brian Barnhart. We're courtside here. It's Fighting Illini Game Day, Illinois, and Grand Canyon. Lauren and I have the keys to the game in a moment, and still to come, Coach's Corner, Brian Barnhart will talk with Jamal Walker. Stay with us.
1: It's Fighting Illini Game Day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame Show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Here again, Scott Beatty.
4: Getting ready for Illinois and Grand Canyon this afternoon. Let's hear from Brad Underwood on the opponent.
0: I think they're one of the three or four best teams that we have played uh, to this point. Uh, They've got tremendous veteran experience. I think two fifth-year guards, Braun and Benson. Benson was a... Key factor on uh, the on Oregon's Final Four run last year. Uh, they've got great size there. Uh, they've got a, a junior at the power forward spot and in in, in, in in the Vernon kid uh, Keontae. That that's a hard matchup. He's six six. He's motored up. Uh, they run a lot of actions. Uh, but this is a very very good basketball team. at uh that's coming in here. They they're they're going to be a NCAA tournament caliber team, and and uh,
1: we're going to have to play awfully well.
4: And they might win the MAC. Brad Underwood there on the Grand Canyon. We get to our keys to the game. Brought to you by Hickory Point Bank in Champaign. The unlimited value of the right team. One banking expert will steer you in the right direction. A whole team of them will take you to your destination. Hickory Point Bank invested. Also brought to you by the Pella window store.
3: I checked the WAC today, and they're co-favored with New Mexico State. Yeah.
4: Hey, (laughs) you're a fan of New Mexico State at this point, because that just helps your resume, even if you lost to them.
3: So what do you see here, Lauren? You got to stop the three. You've got to stop them on the arc. They, they shoot a lot of threes. They're not gonna. They're not gonna beat Illinois with twos. They're not. They, they're not getting that many points inside. They're getting most of them. So here, you had a game where Illinois beat Missouri, and we're talking about all the different things that happened. But really, the fact that Missouri hit five out of 28 threes or five out of twenty-seven, whichever it was, that's why they lost. If they make ten out of twenty-seven, they win the game regardless of anything else. Same thing could happen here. If they make a bunch of, if they hit 50% of their threes, you just can't let them do that. you got to get on them hard and, and if they get around you a few times that's going to happen, but you've got to guard them tight on the, on the arc. I'll go with playing two good halves.
4: As great uh, as that first half was against Mizzou, the second no. half was okay at best and, and, and poorer than that for some of it. I'd love to see the Illini just play two solid halves. I don't need perfect, I don't need great. That I would do two solid halves.
3: That, that would be fine. I, if they could just play two halves in which they didn't have a big They only had six baskets in the second half against Missouri. That was a real letdown. Yeah. It, that's what happens, though, very often when you... I saw on the in, in the NBA, just in one day, a day before yesterday or yesterday, I don't know which day it was, there were three games in which the, the winner was 20 points behind. At one point. At one point, yeah. yeah. So, I mean that's just there this is a game of streaks teams get on streaks and, and you just got to prevent that as best you can it's like playing poker you just you you want to you want to capitalize on your positives and capitalize on your good hands and then try not to get too uh, be too bad on the bad hands
4: maybe i shouldn't play against you in poker then <laughs> Keys to the game brought to you by Pella Windows Store. For all your window and door needs, visit the Pella Windows Store and Country Fair Drive or go to PellaOfChampaign.com and by Hickory Point Bank in Champaign. Big Ten scoreboard, Penn State all over hapless Coppin State. They win 88-43. Minnesota leading Harvard 29-20 at half. Northwestern takes care of Brown 95-73. Ohio State over Miami of Ohio today 72-59. Coach's Corner with Jamal Walker and Brian Barnhart is next. It's Fighting a Line on Game Day the Rudy Wealth Management Pregame Show. Welcome back on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. I'm Scott Beatty. Time now for the Coach's Corner as Illinois gets set for Grand Canyon University, the final non-conference game of the year. The voice of the Illini, Brian Barnhart, chats with assistant coach Jamal Walker, and it's brought to us by Hickory Point Bank and Scotty's Brewhouse. Here's Brian with Jamal.
0: Back home for the first time in a while, and for the first time uh, they'll be home and uh, then be at home until another few days out hence as the Big Ten season resumes with a couple of road games. But today it's Grand Canyon. Jamal Walker joins us. First of all, do you have a good uh, Christmas? Uh, always great. Spend time with the family,
5: um, see the kids, open their Christmas gifts. So it, it's a fun time at the Walker household.
0: Yeah, Always keeps life in perspective, but certainly felt good going into the break. Uh, Christmas holiday with a win over Missouri.
5: Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's good to end, end, the, end the holidays with that win. A lot of people are really excited about that. And uh, Win or lose, I'm, I'm always very thankful for, for, the, for that day of Christmas and the holidays and to celebrate the birth of, of, of my King and Lord Jesus. So yeah, I'm really excited about that always.
0: Well, it was fun, and uh, certainly I thought, uh, I know fans, I talked to a lot of people, they said they thought that was the first half was the best we've played collectively in a half all year. Yeah. Do your coaches agree with that?
5: Yeah, we do. I mean, anytime you can hold a team like that to to and force them into 16 plus turnovers, and uh, we executed really well in the offense and we made shots. Uh, it, it was a really really good half for us. We, we got to learn to do it uh, for 40 minutes. I think that's the that kind of lesson learned there. We let them kind of set set the tone in the first four to six minutes of, of the half. We struggled in the second half to make. Make shots and obviously Pinky made the big, big uh, field goal. It took us seven, eight minutes to even get a uh, two point field goal. So, um, well, it's again, lessons are learned daily with this crew and really hourly <laughs> with this group. So, uh, we got to learn to continue to sustain that type of effort that we had in the first half of 40 minutes.
0: Well, Grand Canyon, the opponent today, and this is a, a very good team. A lot of people may not know a lot about the school because they're just been approved for Division One, they're just now eligible for the tournament, and they're run by a guy that a lot of basketball fans know, and Dan Marley.
5: Yeah, Dan Marley is- is their head coach, and not only that, but we have Illinois tie and Jerry Caliendo is deeply involved with that in that in that school and that university. And I think that's the connection with us starting to play these guys uh, in, in a couple of games here in the next couple of years. But Dan Marley's is a great coach. You can see they're they're for the I think this is like I said, a first year to be uh, uh, eligible for the NCAA tournament. Uh, their preseason. Uh, picked the win the Whack, which is a team that uh, has New Mexico State. Obviously, we lost two in Chicago. Um, they got a preseason player of the year in Braun, uh, who's, who's a really good player and a
0: four-year player for them. So it should be a really, really good test for us. Yep. And they added a guy named Casey Benson, who was on the Oregon team that made it to the Final Four. Yeah,
5: I mean, he's got a guy who started <laughs> on the Final Four team. So uh, experienced group. You got an experienced group of guys, particularly at the one and the two in Braun and Benson. Uh, You got some younger front court players, which I think they're going to be pretty good in due time. Uh, Lever, who's a really good player, is a big kid who starts for him some. And then uh, Blumberg
0: comes off the bench at 6'10". They're both freshman bigs who are going to only continue to get better. We'll take a break. Back with Jamal Walker here from the State Farm Center in just a moment. Don't let the fun end after the final horn. Stop by Scotty's Brewhouse at 2001 South Neal Street and continue the game day festivities with a delicious handcrafted burger and one of their 32 beers on tap. Don't have a ticket? Then join them as they cheer on the Fighting Illini. Enjoy one of their 101 ounce tabletop beer towers while you watch the game on their 50 plus TV screens. They open at 1030, so come in for the fun before, during or after the game. Scotty's Brewhouse on South Neal. Trust and wealth management services are all about security and safety, and the most important investment you can make is in your own peace of mind. I'm Dave Brandon with Hickory Point Bank, and I'm proud to be associated with a trust service team that's known for its experience and integrity. For traditional trusts, IRAs, estate settlement, and more, you can trust our team to preserve what you've worked so hard to achieve so you can count on a more secure future. Hickory Point Bank. Invested trust assets not insured by the FDIC. It's Illinois basketball. The Coach's Corner here with assistant coach Jamal Walker. Let's talk about uh, what Braun and Benson do really well. Uh, I think they have a, they're
5: have older guards, and it's not a thing that they haven't saw in their career currently. Uh, Braun's a really, really good shooter. He can shoot it off the catch. He can shoot it off the dribble. Benson. Uh, is a really good playmaker. Um, does it with a lot of changes of speed um, and not playing off ball screens. Uh, I think he's top 30 in the country in assist rate, meaning that he, the percentage of assists that come from him on their team is like 34, 35% he's responsible for. So that shows that the ball is in his hands a lot and he misses.
0: Tell me about Keontae uh, Vernon. Uh, who is, what, I guess, uh, from California, but came uh, junior college, right? Yeah, uh,
5: Keontae Vernon came from a college of Southern Idaho, which is a really prominent junior college program. Uh, Really, really tough. I think he competes really hard. I think he plays every possession like it's his last. Uh, Really good offensive rebounder, tough and physical. So we got our hands full with him because he's a matchup problem, because if he's a little undersized at 6'5", 6'6", but he's really tough and competes.
0: Being that Dan Marley is the coach, his background in the, in the NBA, I would assume a lot of pro sets run a lot of different things.
5: Yeah, I, I guess you call them pro sets, a lot of NBA type stuff. If you call it that. It's a lot of ball screens, and they, they run set plays. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're trying to execute them, again, to get the ball to those two prominent players in and Benson and, um, and, um, and, and Braun. So mm-hmm. um, those, those guys, we got to do a really good job of making their life a little bit tough. Uh, we got to rebound the ball. The thing I think that, that they do pipe by far the best is offensive rebound. They're top 50 in the country in offensive rebound percentage. So uh, they got a lot of good size. You look at their roster, they got 6'10, 6'9, 6'6, 6'7. Uh, six 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 seven guys actually play on the wing. So obviously we're a little smaller on the wing, so we're going to have to do a really good job of boxing out and really holding our position to go get rebounds.
0: Looks like a lot of international experience too. I mean, several guys from Australia, Finland, Latvia, guys yeah. that have played some international ball. Yeah, they
5: do. I, I, the game the game is no longer just the United States. I mean, they, it's an international game. It's an international recruiting. I, mean, I think a lot of the kids over internationally like to come over and play. They, they see it helps them not only with uh, playing against the best players, but also getting the education, getting exposure, um, and then hopefully re- increasing their resume, uh, so sometime play professionally or go back home, etc. So. Um, the game the game is international. You see, we even got a little international player on our mm-hmm. team as well. So it's not unusual uh, to see that nowadays. Yeah.
0: Tell me about their defense. Statistically, some good numbers.
5: Yeah, one of the best. One of the best we played. I think the reason why they're uh, one of the best defensive teams we played is because they don't make a ton of mistakes on that end of the floor. Uh, they have great size and length. Um, like I told you before, six 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 seven wings, 6'9", six, six, inside. So they make you play over. Very, very similar to like a Wisconsin and their ability to, to play really good position defense and, and not
0: make a ton of mistakes. Hey, Jamal, great to see you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. That's Jamal Walker with us on the Coach's Corner from Champaign.
4: Thanks, Brian. That's the Coach's Corner brought to us by Scotty's Brewhouse and Hickory Point Bank. There's more to come from the State Farm Center in just a moment as we make our way toward tip-off. I'm Scott Beatty. I'll talk with you after the ball game, along with Tim Ditman, for the Fasteners Etc. postgame show. Join in with your calls and your texts. This is News Talk 1400 WDWS Champaign-Urbana and Light Rock 97.5 WHMS Champaign-Urbana News Gazette Media Stations. Now more from the State Farm Center.